Okay, assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to the Safi Bros podcast uh, for another amazing episode with an amazing brother. We've got uh, Dr. Ali Abdo, a three-time Olympian, um, uh, an owner of a business uh, in <coughs> osteopathy, and also has got his own wrestling academy currently, father of three, mashallah, and uh, an absolute champion in my eyes uh, and in the community's oh, eyes, mashallah. Geez. And we, we've got him here today to share his success story with us and uh, his uh, challenges and roller coaster ride that he took throughout uh, his, uh, <laughs> his process in Australia, subhanAllah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolute and, pleasure, uh, bro. Absolute pleasure to have you much here. Much appreciated. It was a pleasure being around you boys. Thank you. SubhanAllah, we've got a clip running there. There you are. Doing what you do best, mashallah. That's the younger version of you, yeah? Oh, yes. SubhanAllah, how time flies there. How old were you there? Uh, 11, what? 30? 31? MashaAllah, man. I was uh, leading up to uh, London Olympic trials. Very technical, isn't it? So, there you go. So the question, why wrestling? What? My dad done it. So my okay. dad grew up, well, he started back in Lebanon, you know, as a 17-year-old. And then, you know, fast forward, came to Australia in 82, 1982, found, uh, you know, a wrestling club in Footscray, San, under Sam Parker, who was my lifelong coach. I, I started with him <laughs> and finished off with him. Wow. So oh, wow. Like, the guy's still kicking. He's about 90, 92 now. He's still going. Well, to, you know, he's, you know, Allah obviously health issues, but he's still, he's still kicking. Very tough man. Still got his club? Still, yeah, like, you know, a couple of days a week, a few days a week. That's the only thing that's kept him alive, I reckon. Um, oh. But, yeah, my dad, my dad done it uh, with him. And then... Me and my brother used to tag along just to watch. And, yeah, by the age of about 9, 10, um, we started to take part How in How good classes. was Dad? Dad, look, he won the States, like state titles. He got bronze in the got bronze in the um, uh, Nationals. And then I think he did also Oceana. So um, he got to about that level. At 35, I still remember I was there. He, um, he was at training and some guy grabbed his leg. The guy's going this way, my dad decided to go that way and just literally shattered the angle, wow. you know. Oh, so, wow. you know, broke and just hanging off the table. Wow. So, uh, yeah, went, got screws and, you know, the whole operation and everything. So um, that was it for him. But even after that, when we, me and my brother that were training, you know, um, obviously once he recovered, he just kept on coming, you know, up until the age I was about 18, you know, because I relied on him. To mm. Take me and bring me. Yes. So he would uh, come along, do his running around the. You know, there was an oval down uh, where we were. Do some laps, do a bit of technique, roll on the mats. You know, and then um, yeah. So he was still exercising even till today. Alhamdulillah, he, he's retired. <laughs> he goes to the gym three times a week. Alhamdulillah. You know, so, so yeah, he's uh, still active. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. So tell us. Uh, did you have that from the start? You see, I was going to get to the Olympics. No, no, I want to win the Olympics. Definitely not. No, no, no. I think there was moments. Uh, there was moments, even you know, like in my younger days, I didn't want to do wrestling. Wow. But you know, it was non-negotiable. My dad just get going. You know. So uh, alhamdulillah. Why do, you, why do you think that that is? Why do you think? I that? think my dad probably saw the uh, the the qualities of wrestling, the importance of wrestling. You know, you know, and you want tough kids. Yeah, if you have got boys, you want them to be tough. So, um, you know, it, wrestling, it builds uh, grit, it builds toughness, it builds work ethic, you know. Um, and the tempo of wrestling is intense, yeah. 
And I think that's why he just kept us kept us uh, at it. And um, you know, I'm I'm grateful of that. Because uh, too, of course. And, and uh, yeah, I, look, in my later years, when I found the connection between Rasulullah's connection to wrestling, you know, that inspired me even more. You know, it gave me an injection of inspiration. You know, and you see the other Sahabis as well engaging. And it was like, when you hear those stories, that was like, subhanAllah, it definitely, like, without a doubt, it gave me more Elevates, inspiration. Yeah, you know, subhanAllah. Mm. And um, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, like, I'm grateful that I just kept on kept on pursuing that till. As, as long as possible. Did you ever think you were going to get to the heights that you did? Um, look, not. I guess once I was about sixteen onwards, yes. I th- well, that was my that was my drive. That was my target. Your vision. My vision. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, first of all, we started off with regional competitions, and then you know, uh, schoolboys, and then cadets, and then juniors, and then uh, you know, I was in year twelve when I made the. Australian team to the World Championships, year 12, to Las Vegas. Wow. Like, uh, that would have been a huge highlight Sin for City. you. Yeah, since yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I was like, you know what? I'm not turning this down, you know? So I took the opportunity while I was in year 12. Wow, that would have been a great And uh, for me, experience. I think that there, that was phenomenal. And I think that's what, that was just a stamp, you know? That's, that's it. This is what I'm going to be doing. And, you know, I'm going to the next level and to the next stage and, and that's what that's where I persevered from then, you know. Is that, so, what, you, is that what you believe you had some uh, talent? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, you know, um, you know, I knew I had something. You know, um, always tried uh, to remain humble about it. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, just uh, subhanallah. It, um, yeah, just yeah. You know, when you start winning competition upon competition, then um, you just. Persevering, you know. Paula, we were asked a question yesterday, the difference yeah. between arrogance mm-hmm. is you, you humbled yourself down, yeah. you meant in, uh, being so successful or being confident in what yes. you know yeah. your abilities are compared to arrogance. Yes. Yesterday we were asked that question. And like, okay. And, uh, and subhanAllah, <laughs> some of our youth tend to miss that point mm. where, you know, as long as it's not in the heart. Yes. You know what I mean, and uh, and you're, you're you're wanting to be the best you can be yeah. because because that's what our dean teaches us yes. first and foremost. But some of these kids are, are grasping that being arrogant mm-hmm. and being humble at the same time difficult. Yes. What what would, what advice would you give in your path that you've taken and hit, hit these heights where you're humbling yourself and not in that big head and all of a sudden, you know, do you know who I am? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I'm an Olympian. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> um, look, uh, for me, I think the one thing that really always stuck with me, which also scared me and I think always humbled me is, you know, in our din, it tells us if you have an Adam's weight of gibber, pride, yeah. pride, you won't enter heaven. And that for me, is pl- that's plenty. That's that's enough. No one needs to tell me anything else, you know. So, and uh, Subhanallah, I think it's whether it's in my DNA as well. I don't know, you know. Um, but definitely, that that always is at the forefront. Mm. You know, um, when you go places, I don't like being introduced. Like, I mean, I'm not dropping hints, but even people will say, "Ah, oh, this is my friend Ali, Ali three time Olympian." He's like, "No, no, just keep me as Ali." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, subhanAllah. So, yeah, so even when when I met my wife, I'd, when I first met her, didn't tell anything about it. 
I, I, I went away then. And uh, her, her brother was like, done a search. He's like, hey, this guy's this guy's the real deal, you know. He's like, yeah. he's we don't want to mess with him. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I, d- I don't like to kind of, I'd like to inspire. Yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. 100% yes. And that's, that's, you know, that's that's my role today, you know, especially as a wrestling coach, is to, is to inspire but also uh, instill good traits. Mm, yeah. 100%. I'm not trying to make Olympians. That'd be great. But for me, it's Inshallah. more building building traits, good traits in kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, so, they need that. They need yeah. that. The kids need that. They need yeah. to see a role model who is humble, who is, mm. you know, shows those characters because yeah. they say, oh, I want to be like him. You know? And there's no one, no one, no one with arrogance who hasn't been brought to their knees. So handle 100%. 100% yeah. they have a lot. You know? So. I mean. Yeah. I think uh, it's. That's that's uh, that's what's kept me humble. humble <laughs> yeah, that's that. good. Uh, was it tough, like in Year Twelve, for example, Year Eleven and Twelve, being being a you know like uh, as as they say when you, when you're a you know a champion mm-hmm. and, and top of your game, you become a bit of a target in school. You know, people want to punch on yeah. with you. Nah, alhamdulillah, look, in school, I was never a target. That's yeah, cool. like uh, people were like, oh, take a step back. You know, um, I guess uh, within our community, Muslim, <laughs> Arab type community. You know, they, they don't want to test the boundaries. <laughs> That's where I got tested. That's a handle. You know? So, um, yeah. yeah. But Subhanallah. Yeah, so they, they came in all sizes. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, you know, the, the, the beauty is, you know, I guess once you've got a skill set, you know, you just, you know, use it to your advantage and you humble them. Mm, yeah. You know? Um, but controlled. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, it. Yeah. that's the beauty about wrestling. It's not about injuring or harming, subdue your uh, your opponent or the person in front of you, and that's it. Mm. Yeah, you know. So, did you do any other form of? Uh, yeah, I did. I uh, I dabbled into boxing a lot over mm. the years because my wrestling gym was next door to the boxing gym. So if no numbers, if no one was there, I just go to boxing. Inshallah. So you had both skill sets. Yeah, I never competed. Yeah, I never competed in boxing. Oh, wow. So yeah. you know, uh, but I always train today, like. Uh, you know, the last five days, the last five years, I've been doing more boxing than wrestling. Oh wow! Um, I've done a bit of uh, jiu-jitsu over the years. Competed in jiu-jitsu as well. Um, I went into randomly into Australian University Games for judo. Oh wow! I won that. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, never competed yeah, in boxing though. Yeah, the so, money sport. It is That's the, money the money sport. sport. Yeah, yeah I never look. I think it's the whole, like, because I'm, I'm in the industry that I'm in, in the health industry, medical in- industry, it's like the brain's not made to be rattled. Yeah, mm. I mean. Yeah. And obviously it's forbidden, but I, um, yeah, it's not made to be rattled. So mm. I don't mind, st- like, when we're sparring, you know, you sting a bit. But yeah. Mate, to put your full body weight behind a punch. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, it's, it's to see that mindset. It's, again, it's that mindset in your head that what you feel and, uh, you know, it sort of portrays who you are at the same yeah, time, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'd never, I'd never, obviously, I don't, you know, anyone with a skill set never uses it, doesn't want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But only in, in, you know, when it's necessity. Yes, yes. You know, so, yeah, that's the beauty about having a kind of background in martial arts of some sort. Mm. You know, you've got your confidence. You become a weapon yourself. Yeah, controlled aggression, you know. Mm. Um yeah, I still remember back at school, I remember I bumped into a parent and then I told her who I was. I just said, I'm Alia. She goes, oh, yeah. And was, this always stuck with me. She goes to me, um, she goes, oh, yeah, so you're the one that's good in sport, but so you must not be good at school. 
okay. <laughs> shot me down. <laughs> you know, but well, it's yeah, way, you know, it's just like, well, and I've never, I've never ever forgot that. Wow. And you know, I, I think my story, well, you know, what I've done over the years with combining, uh, you know, my sport with my education, you know, I, you know, just want to show people yeah, or show kids that you can do it. 100%. You know, and and mind you, wrestling, we don't have support yet. Yes, yes, there's no resources. There's no very money, lack yeah. of resources. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yes. not a. It's a, like as even myself growing up, you know, we knew that these sports that are out there, like uh, martial arts yeah. and you know wrestling, that are not funded like footy and like yeah, of course, like cricket swimming. and swimming. Yeah, you know what I mean? And totally. they're the highlights. They're the, totally. they're the things that are always highlighted. Yeah. You know, and showcased within like you know the public world. Yeah, but they, they were like undercover. You know, always. Kind of like, you know, even shooting, you know, like some of that. We've got some amazing shooters yeah. in Australia, but again, they're not highlighted yeah. as yeah. as as you would internationally. So, and that, there's no funny, there's no money. And again, that's what makes it, I think, a lot harder for yourself, somebody growing up, you know, where there's, there, you're a martial art champion, an Olympian, but also there's no money to back it up, you know. And as we know with the Olympics, uh, unless you win a medal, you know, and, and there's there's no real money, and you're pulling out of your own pocket to get oh, there yeah. and come back. Can you only imagine, subhanAllah, that uh, the hardships that you would have faced? You know, there's no go, go find me pages back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, there, there was, yeah, there was no like social media. Like if I was what I was back then today, doing it now, it'd be a little bit different. Yes, yes. you know, you got you got kids, you know, getting sponsorships. Oh wow! You know, you, get, you know, just through social media. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, awareness. Exposure. But why would you as a company support someone doing wrestling when I don't get TV exposure? Mm, but yeah. now people are getting exposure through, you know, social media. Oh, yeah. he's got 10,000 followers. Damn, only you know, Burgess was around then. Yeah. You know, so for me, it's like, you know, I had my dad's support throughout the years. Um, get a bit of funding from here and there. But yes, it's, it's not, not, nothing's going to cut it. Well, wow. yeah, no, I was working. So as even well. even flights, <laughs> things like that, accommodation. Look, when it when it was world championships, the ones that I went to, you're generally funded. Training camps, I had to had to fund. Um, going into state for nationals or Oceania, generally I had to fund. And, and you can't get into really Olympics without doing those, really. No, you? no, they're, they're they're basically your benchmarks. You have to you have to win uh, states, nationals, Oceania. So you're funding well, all those yourself. Yeah. yeah. Then you had to go to the later years, like even to today. Now they've pulled us with uh, Africa. So you win nationals, now you got to go Africa and place top two. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, and so, some of that's funded, but there's still, there's still, like, to get to the top and to perform, you have to fork out a lot. Wow. SubhanAllah, yeah. You know? So how, how, how was that? Like, you know, again, how, how, was, how did that play on to you mentally, you know, physically? Look, I'm a, I'm a, I was one of five kids, yeah. My dad was working, hardworking, you know. So for me, I, I still, I was... Even by the younger, I think it was legal age, was 14 and nine months. That's when I started working Maccas. Wow. You know, it's been about five years there, you know. Wow. And um, I was working, and obviously other jobs throughout the years. And, um, yeah, subhanAllah, I always had to kind of juggle uh, my studies with training, with work. Competition's coming up. Call me for a shift. I, sorry, I can't take it because mm-hmm. I have to train. If you know what I mean? So yeah. I was doing, I was punching six, seven days a week. Sometimes and sometimes twice a day. Oh wow! You know, so yeah. I was training full on, but yeah. So I mean, I and, I, and then I went to uni. So I, I didn't finish. I did uni for many years and didn't finish till twenty nine. Wow. You know, so 
stretched it, it out. Was, yeah. It was a lifelong process up until, or not lifelong, but you know, up until the age of 29, studying, working, training. training. Yeah. The touching on that, I think uh, we, we've realised, you know, and the youth want it today mm. and they don't understand the, the grit and the, and, the, yeah. and the longevity and the hard work, mm-hmm. you know, hospitality. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. can probably testify five years of hospitality yeah. is <laughs> not easy, you know, know. coming home sm- smelling like oil and smelling like <laughs> yeah. all these, you know, these beautiful <laughs> yeah, yeah. scents that come out of hospitality. But uh, that also builds character. Yeah. Some of these kids really don't, as we say, soft, you know, Communication skills, uh, mm, working in a team yeah. env- environment. You know, can you take us through that? Working at, like a, like a full time job to get the financial benefit to do the things you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Can you can you take us through that journey? Because a lot of these kids don't understand that they they want it today. And there's no need for any yeah, hard but work. Yeah, I, I believe social media plays a big part on that. Yes, you can be anything you want. <clears throat> you know what I mean, and you can fake it. And you can give the impression to people that you are the bee's knees, yeah, you know. But you know, you, yeah, there's too much noise out there for kids today, and I think for them it's it's quite challenging. You know, we we lived in a different era, mm. you know. But you know, I working at Macca's, you know, clean as you go, you know. Um, you know, it's uh, the, and the beauty about M- McDonald's is they 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 teach you. They got great systems. Yeah, they got a system. You know, they you know, yeah yeah, it, it's. Creating, you know, being punctual, being, you know, just good traits. Yes, yes. You know, and um, they got the best training. Yeah. Best training. They got, they got, they had, they had awesome training. You know, customer service. You know, um, you know, I guess I was always at the back though, so I didn't <laughs> deal with customers. <laughs> but it's also teamwork. You're working in a team. Teamwork, hundred percent. You know, making sure the products are getting made yeah, yeah. according you're to. You're working on, but you know, it's it's, it's all uh, time. time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think for 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 me that was uh, that was that was good a good learning process. Um, you know, after that I got into you know obviously Safeway or Coles for a yeah. year or two, um, and then eventually I got my security license. Oh, you did security? You know, yeah, just you know on and off. Security was good because you know you could work. You know, you've got a wide range of hours. Mm. You know, and it really uh, fit well with my lifestyle, so I can do like. You know, I can go go to school or uni in the morning, train in the late afternoon, come home, have dinner, and then do a eight to one shift. Mm, yeah, then you know, come home, sleep, wake up, well, uni. You know, no work. I train. You know, mm. but also like I still remember like high school sometimes a little bit in uni as well, where I'd come home say three thirty, training's at five, forty five minute nap. Oh wow! Very managed and you know almost like you're trying to micromanage. Wow. You know, I don't know if you know, probably macromanage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that, that takes the discipline of getting yourself yeah. structured all and, the way through. And that's yeah, that's over the years. That's what it's kind of developed: time management, organizational skills, punctuality, work ethic. You know, so oh, no. yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot that comes with it. It's a big package, not just deal. the physical element. Yeah, yeah, and then the confidence, the self esteem. Yeah, subhanAllah. Like we all go up and down in that yeah. one, subhanAllah. Like, uh, so, I mean, going back onto the kids of today, they want it today. But also, you know, social media is, plays a, is playing a part. 100%. Parenting plays a part, yeah. So, you know, if parents aren't involved, then obviously that's going to play on the kids' emotional well-being. Mm. Yeah, confidence, self-esteem issues. 
100%. So I think that plays a part, you know. For me, my dad was always there up until the age of 18, taking me to and from training. Inshallah. And yeah. when I got to 17, I had my L's. Yeah. Shouldn't be saying this, but he'd give me the cut because he's finished, uh, like, he's finished the late shift. Yeah. Let me go drive him. You know, I was on my, you know, on my L's. Yeah, I didn't do it very often, but he knew because I was going to Olympics. That, that's a very alien to some of uh, our, our generation. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know what I mean? yeah, but you, you know, the, the father being there, dropping him off, yeah, to even just yeah. the footy or totally. soccer. But like, to, I have today people my age, you know, like you know, our generation. Was, the parents told them, "No, I don't want you to do that. Yes, yeah, you're yeah, not playing footy. Hundred percent. You're not going. You're not doing this. hundred percent. But today, now, like we are the opposite. Opposite. Yes. I think we have. We're more informed. Yes. Hundred yes. percent. Um, you know, I think they were all about study hard, work hard, make money. Mm. Doctor, lawyer. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or engineer. Or engineer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, you know, there's there's nothing to say. You can't do both. 100%. And you're, you're, you're the proof of it, yeah. mashallah. Mm. And like, I wasn't, I wasn't an A-grade student. I had to work hard to get my marks. Inshallah. Yeah. I was, I would say, I'd, you know, comfortably say I was, the, I was average. My marks were average. Six, anywhere between 60 to 80 percent you know what I mean but I had to work for it yeah. what, what about mum did she support yeah look my mum was she was my dietitian oh wow you know she, she's cooking clean and you know, like so, Allah, like, so you know she was she only came to one or two competitions and never again Wow. Yeah, because she couldn't see you. She couldn't see you. <laughs> getting I remember hurt. she was up in the stands and then all of a sudden she's down here screaming. <laughs> yeah, so, so how I like. Your biggest fan? Like yeah, a, she, yeah, she, um, yeah, she was, she was kind of more in the background, you know. Sure, oh, man. So, um, it's amazing. Like, we have all of us have got different supports, don't we? Yeah. There's so many different supports that are yeah, there 100%. that sometimes, you know, like, which completes the picture. And my friends won't support, yeah. When I say that, I mean like I didn't have an entourage of friends behind me when I was training or when I was competing. Yeah, because wrestling it wasn't important. I'm not a boxer. I've you know lights, camera action. Mm. You know, so it was frowned upon. Like it wasn't even looked. I think even those days, wrestling didn't even wasn't no. a good sport. No, I mean, no, not at all. It was just a, like you know, what two you guys do? just jumping on each other. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. As what my mates say, rolling in the carpet. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. <laughs> But um, you know, you give someone thirty seconds to a minute. That's uh, that's yeah. They'll they, they'll feel it. Inshallah. You know, so Subhanallah. Yeah. Take us, take us, take us to a sort of that moment that you truly felt successful. What was that like moment where you truly felt? Oh, like for me, it was. I definitely absolutely look. Successful. You definitely have to like first Olympics because I was only eighteen when I qualified. Wow. Uh, Nineteen. Making like, it to the Olympics. Making was it. Not 18, but when I got there, I was 19. Okay. Which one was that one? 2000. Whereabouts? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Oh, wow. Your first Olympics was yeah, Sydney. For, yeah, and that was probably my holler because, you know, family, friends all went up. So good, you know. You had the entourage there. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was awesome. Was it oh. there that you felt that success or was it when you received the, that I'm going to go? Like, when, what was yeah, that moment? Yeah, so when you get that letter, that you, get, you get the letter from the Olympic Committee. Yes. You know, congratulations, you've successfully been selected or, you know, qualified for the Olympics. Love so for it, me, this is, this, is, this is huge, you know. And then, um, um, yeah, for me, I think that's the, that's, that's that boosts your confidence and that sort of oh, elevate 100%. you. Because, you know, it made me feel like, and not mind you, like every Olympics I had a tough obstacle. So 2000, they brought out a Canadian with a dual citizen. I was 18, 19, he was like 30, strong, right. you know, just jacked. And uh, 
yeah, he he basically got the better of me in the freestyle. So for me, I'm at the Olympics in Greco-Roman. Wow. wow. You know, but I went away. After qualify, I went away to America, trained for a few weeks, came back, and then I went up against him again because it was a second trial. And then the margin was a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. And then we both made the Olympics, him freestyle, me Greco. And then we trained at the Olympics. He couldn't score on me. So, you know? Oh. So I, I kind of, for me, he made, that opportunity made me better. Yeah. You oh. know? And then in 2004, we had like a, a guy we brought out from Uzbekistan. Yeah. We meant to filter in two different divisions. We fell in the same one because divisions changed. It was too too much for me to, or him to go up and too too light for me and him to go down. So we filtered in the same division. Subhanallah. You know? In the same club. Allahu Akbar. Yeah. Eventually he's eventually he's the one that qualified. Yeah. And but he qualified, but then for me what happened was and probably many people don't know this, but like he got medically medically ruled unfit. And then I got in. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Yeah. But for me, Allah's the best of friends. Yeah, Subhanallah. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't uh, kind of, you know, I was content. You know, I was. It is what it is. You Alhamdulillah. Know? But um, Subhanallah, I think for, for me that was that was huge. You know, because I trained hard. I trained even away from him. Wow. I used to go to the Yu Yangs by myself. I would never do it by myself. Yeah, but different situations. Shape your mindset, and um, one person I still remember this one particular individual goes to me, you know, you gotta you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Like I'm not gonna go by myself. He goes to me, mate. He goes, when you get older, no one's holding your hand, yeah. When you gotta pay the bills, no one's gonna pay them for you. You know, it's something so subtle, but for me, it just comes. He's got a point, and I started going myself a couple times a week, just run that 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 kind of staircase mountain to the top. Wow, and um, yeah. Even days where it was like, you know, winter, dribbling a bit, still go, you know, great match, you know, awesome match. And, um, but once again, it, it, it shapes you. Gro- it growth. It, it created growth for me. Became a better athlete. And I like it. You know, um, even prior to that, if I rewind in 2000, there was also a, uh, was it a, a Romanian. Yeah. We had to compete in the States with Victoria. So one of us has to come out to go to the nationals, mm. and Subhanallah, man, we that was uh, that was another. That, I won't forget that that day because I had the boys even from the north, you know, um, come and watch. We filled. We got to the final. Romanian Jack, you know, very strong, and I had one brother like he was in the. He was just standing next to me before I about to compete, and you know, there's an element of concern, stress, worry, <laughs> and he just comes to my ear and he goes to me. He goes. Allah gives victory to who he wills, you know. That's it. It's like, whew, gives me, it gave me a sense of Allah, comfort. Yeah. Subhanallah. So I got Allah out there and man, I won the first round. He won the second round. Third round, we finished 0-0. Zero, zero. Back wow. then, they toss a coin. If it goes red, you get the advantage. If it goes blue, you get the advantage. The wow. advantage is you grab my leg. You have to score. Wow. So if someone's grabbed in wrestling, if you've got the leg, you basically... 80% of the chance, especially when, you know, you're starting off with a leg, wow. 80% of the chance you're going to score. Yes. Whistle goes. He's just, while he's got my leg, he just wants to launch me out of the ring. So if I step out, I'll lose a point. Subhanallah, man. I, I, can't even, I can't even remember what I did. 
only after I saw it on video. Um, as soon as I got to the boundary, I just somehow just, because his momentum, I just launched him over my shoulder. And so I won. There was a dispute as to, but eventually they found that, you know, I was within the boundary. Boom, I'll take the victory. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, and for me, I was like, and I give victory to him. Yeah, subhanallah, man. Like, that's it. And somehow I got it. And then that's what led me to the the uh, the, the the nationals against the Canadian. So all these kind of, I guess, uh, opponents, these tough opponents, um, helped me grow as an athlete. You know, subhanallah. We speak about that in business that Allah subhanahu doesn't give you something until you deserve it. Mm. And, and, and in business in general, you know, you yeah. big contracts, you know, the only time you get those big contracts is when you're capable. Or Allah subhanahu wa is the most just. Yes. And it seems like your journey, and you're just telling your stories in relation to the to the amount of uh, struggle that you've had, yeah. uh, it's all struggles and struggles until yeah. those moments. Like yeah. like you said, the, the worst moment that you should have lost, yeah. you ended up winning. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's a part of people don't really understand that sometimes that you need to take those journeys. You need to you need to really And a loss is, is you can't always say a loss is a loss. It's learning. 100%. You know? Um it's uh it's a learning process. So and yeah, you just go away and uh you know, you look back, you reflect and then go on to the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh yeah, subhanallah, yeah, it's it, there's even uh, I think another another uh, memorable competition was uh, it was 2011. I was, uh, it, was, it was it was Ramadan, and uh, I had five matches on one day, six on the next, and the following weekend I had another five. Wow. I've never competed that much like that that heavy and I, fasting and fasting. Yeah. Wow. So and I had to go up a division because I couldn't cut weight while I'm fasting. Um, That's huge, man. Yeah, and subhanAllah, five matches in one day. I finished off with a bronze uh, in the freestyle and the Greco-Roman. Wow. And the losses weren't, they were very margin, like very tight, tight matches. Um, and uh, for me, that was, talked about victory earlier, a moment, that, that for me, that was, that was huge. Like to be able to do that, to perform like that, I was sharp, I was quick, I was, you know, um, yeah, that, that was, that was a, uh, Subhanallah, just, you know, when you say strength comes from up above, that was the moment I felt it. That's <laughs> you know? Isn't that amazing that he, Allah's help is near? And, yeah. and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you struggling and pushing the effort, and this like fasting, people think like fasting, subhanallah, how sharp and how capable you are when you are fasting, the digestive mm. system is off, everything else is working at 120%. Totally. So subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows your intent, knows, and then he gives you that, yeah, that from above, you know, yeah. as you said, so from above that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends upon you the blessings and that power yeah. that you'd never thought you had, you know. SubhanAllah, that's amazing. You know, amazing. Yeah, just, yeah. And that goes back to your what's it called, isn't it? Like it goes back to your inner intention and your yeah. connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, uh, and embracing hard work. You know, when there's, when, you know, if there's, if there's hard work, it's not like, oh, I can't do it. Uh, you know, you find you find a reason not to do it. You find a reason to do it. Mm, yeah. You know, and um, that's what my sport. You know, uh, even my coach. My coach was hardcore. Yeah, he was like the Gus Tomato or the the the, the Rocky Balboa coach. Oh wow! Yeah. You know, hard. Yeah, it's like Sam. My knees, <clears throat> my knees playing up. He goes, yeah, protect it. Get in there. 
you know. <laughs> if you're if you're an animal, if you're an animal in the wild, you're gonna get chopped up. So you got to find a way. <laughs> you know, so they're the thought. You know, it starts to shape your mind, the way you think. The way what nationality is the Australian. Australian. How did you like? Um, I went through boxing, yeah. and uh, you know, for about four years, I believe. Mm. Um, all my mates were going to the Jamal Hassans and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and those kind of uh, kickboxing. But I went to a, an Aussie mm-hmm. um, boxer. And uh, what I realised, you know, because I went to a club, I was probably the only Lebanese, yep. you know what I mean, Middle Eastern. And, you know, my name's Brahim and <laughs> he's like, yeah, we'll call you Ali. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because they, yeah. they, everyone obviously associated boxing with Muhammad Ali. Yeah. So they, the whole club started calling me Ali, even though my, my name was Brahim. Yeah. But I was the only Lebo. So, but for me, the training was profound. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it was probably the most fittest ever when I'm I sure. when I was when I was boxing for four years. But how did how did you how did you find that being trained by an Aussie, being Muslim, all those things? Did you feel that you were held back in the club? Did you feel that going through the Olympics that maybe you felt like your faith or who you were as a Muslim did that? Did you find any struggles from that perspective? Look, I. Not, <laughs> or were you aware of? Maybe later on you thought, oh, I didn't realize that. Look, you always kind of like you know in the early days you're dodging and weaving. You know, I got to find a place. I got to pray. I got you know, ducking and and hiding and you know. But like, thankfully, I uh, like I I had when I went to the Olympics, we, there was another brother. We 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 shared the same room, Musa Ilhan, Turkish brother. Sure. You know, so he was he was my senior. So he was like my mentor. You know, so, yeah, mashallah, we, it was awesome because we slept in the same room, woke up Fajr, still prayed Fajr, you know. Um, so my, my coach had exposure to that because he, when he was traveling with him, you know, they'd be in the same room and my coach would be like, wake up in the middle of the morning, I'll trip over him, he's, he's, he's on the wall. <laughs> you know, he's praying, you know what I mean? Yeah. So my coach had exposure, you know, he knew, you know, and he, he respected that. You know, and awesome. I think the, uh, the awesome. other, a lot of the guys in the club were, I guess, a mixed bag, so uh, ethnic and. Oh, good. You know, um, so you didn't have to break any culture, sort of. Uh, no, 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 no. It was, you know, when I was fasting, he knew I was fasting. Um, you know, so if I had to reduce the volume a bit, <coughs> we'd reduce the volume a bit. But oh, yeah, it was it wasn't much of an issue. Subhanallah, how our others pave a way. Yeah. That we don't understand how important that is, like your mentor. Mm. That he's already he's already been exposed to see these things, which makes your life a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean, and that's what our community really need to understand that, you know, we are the beacon of that din, and and we we have to understand the the, you know, the reputation that we 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 leave sometimes yeah. can hurt others. Yes, yeah. like or or support others. Now these days it's cool to be Muslim. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, got a lot of athletes, you know, uh, revert, you know, reverting. Alhamdulillah, yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, just as, as long as we carry ourselves in the right manner, Amen. our yeah, actions uh, will uh, make people gravitate towards yeah, us. Yeah. Can you take us to the sort of toughest moment you felt? Like what was that lowest moment that you sort of thought? Like what what would have been in your life? Like it doesn't have to be sports. It could be through your business. It could be through. You know, we all have, I think, those low moments where we just want to give up, we just don't want to keep going. I think, if, look, there, there's moments in my sport where I've just had enough. You know, I've, you know, yeah, you want to pull the pin. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, alhamdulillah, I don't think I've been in a point where I was rock bottom, you know. Um, alhamdulillah, that's awesome. So alhamdulillah, that's been good. But, yeah, you definitely fluctuate and 
there's times I wanted to pull the pin, but you know, you don't you don't make a decision when you're emotionally down. You know, you don't make a decision when you're angry. Mm. You know, take some time off, take a week off, two weeks, you know, mm. and then come back to your senses. Yeah. You know, and then uh, Subhanallah, I just uh, I just found myself recalling back, coming back, mm. and just continuing my journey. You know, so um, yeah, I don't. You know, you do have. You know, you start to think, oh yeah, my friends working, and you know, I'm not making money. I have no money. It's like, <laughs> you know, um, I went through those moments, but uh, you know, I was I was on a mission. You know, I had goals. I had objectives. What was your intention? What was in in regards to, to wrestling? What was your intention? What was your main Goal. Oh, my main goal. Look, I, th- I think any athlete, especially in amateur sport, you know, you wanna, you wanna make the Olympics. You wanna make, you know, you wanna be the best. You wanna, you know, you wanna get that gold. You know, and and in the back of my mind, it's like it's hard for Australians to get a gold medal at the Olympics. You know, at the top level. You know, for me to have, I'd love to have uh, done more, but the only way I was gonna do more if I stepped out of Australia, and Trained yeah. overseas. Oh wow! You know, and I did apply to in, in America to a university for, um, for a scholarship. They told me like I went to training. He goes, "Yeah, send me all your reports." So I sent the reports, and and um, yeah. So the so best wrestlers were coming out of the US. Um, I guess it's easy for us because we got Western, English, yeah. and you know, it's culture similar. You know, yeah, idea. Be, wrestling's big in Russia as well, isn't it? Russia, yeah, huge. You know, mm. there's there's Dagestani's, yeah, yeah, um, you know, uh, Chechnyans. Wow. So, yeah, and then September 11 happened, and um, I never got a call. No, I was like, was like, wasn't meant to be. Wasn't meant to be. You know, so yeah, but alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa taala pays all the way. Yeah. Allahumma barik. So alhamdulillah. What about your sort of business struggles? Did you go through any? Like any hardships through your business, you know, setting, like undoubtedly studying for such a long time yeah, and, yeah. and all those, you know. Yeah, towards the end, studying kind of, you know, I think I was kind of, because I saw the end of the tunnel, you know, just till before you get to the end, it's like, man, I'm going to burn out. But you just have to hold on, you know, and, um, but yeah. Were you look, married? Um, Kids? No, I wasn't married when I uh, was studying. Um, so no, I th- I got married as a uh, thirty three. So I was about four years into the practice. Oh wow! Yeah, and then kids came. I was thirty five when I had my first. Mashallah. So in a in a in a, in a Lebanese culture, I was a late boomer. Very late boomer. Yeah. Pretty pretty much. So um, yeah. Uh, in terms Allah. of like, what was it the struggles? Uh, is that what you're asking? Yeah. 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 Um, look, in terms of business, I guess for me, look, I, I like, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I've known you guys enough, you know, you, I, I like the whole, I think a lot of people like their comfort zone. Yeah. But as we know, there's no growth in the comfort zone, mm. you know. So, I mean, I grew up in, in a family where, you know, security, get a job secure, you know. Mm. But I, I kind of realized, you know, especially like in my line of work, um, especially if you want to work by yourself or work, set yourself up, you, you've got to step away from that mindset, mm. you know. And for me, that, that was a bit of a shift, 
You it's know? not easy to start yeah. your own business, no, guy. No. You know what I mean? I'm going to do it on my own, you know? No, but alhamdulillah, the opportunity where I had to step away from a clinic where I was busy and set myself up first. And then I had two locations set up. And then they were both kind of half baking. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get married shortly. I need to drop one. And then I started to think, oh, I'm going to have kids. No, I've got to drop the one that's further away from home and stay close to home. Yeah. Although the other place would have been probably more from a financial point of view and growth point of view would have been probably uh, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But subhanAllah, I just I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going for lifestyle. You know, I want to be close to home, drop the kids off, go to work, pick them up if I have to. You know, I want my, my whole, I want my basically, uh, I guess my lifestyle to be within a three to five kilometre radius. Family, okay. work, training. Yeah. Yeah. Time. See. Time. I'm trying to, yeah, I want, I want, yeah, I don't want to spend one hour on the road, two hours on the road, yeah. do you know, and the whole stresses that come with it. I don't like the stress. You know, we all stress to some degree, but that chronic stress is not good. Yeah. Mm. You know, so, yeah, so I mean. It's a good topic. Yeah. But, uh, the balance is very important. The balance is very important. You're never going to be balanced, like as in like dead straight. 100%. You're always going to be like this. Yeah, 100%. Depending on the days, the weeks, the months, the years, what you got ahead of you. You know, when I was training, well, training was this, work was this, uh, studying was here. Yeah, I remember I made the uh, uh, 2008 Olympics as a fourth-year Osteo student. Number, second and fourth year are the hardest years in, oh, wow. in Osteo. Oh, wow. And I told, my, I told my teacher, I don't want to defer. They said, no, do what you need to do. And then when you come back, we'll think we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Wow! So I disappeared for the second semester, five weeks. Wow! Five weeks of second semester, and then they told me um, then I had to resit. I think two exams from semester two. So they, I, when I come back, they said we'll give you three weeks. So I, so I literally Head did down. the bare minimum lectures. Don't worry about lectures. Go to the labs or tutorials, or whatever the mandatory ones, and then. Um, Phones off, lock myself in my room. I literally like out, eat, bathroom, home. Because I, I used to have friends that just wrote, hey, I'm outside. Mm-hmm. Turn the phone off. You That's know? dedication. That's it. I had to. I had to. I got three weeks. Subhanallah, yeah. Yeah. So subhanallah, I, I passed those exams. And then that means my second semester started from when? After eighth week. Wow. wow. Yeah. So I had another four weeks before the term finishes or the semester finishes. Then the exams. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, like, like, once again, it's uh, not, not, not boasting or anything or arrogance. It's more hard work and your dedication. Pays off. I end up passing, get, getting credits and distinctions. Inshallah, yeah. You know? And then, alhamdulillah, I was back it's on track. just shifting your focal point, isn't it, really? Yeah. We have, a, we have an education focal point. We have a study focal point. We have a family focal yeah. point. And making sure that they're all within that sort of realm, you know, and, you know, and we sat on them. And as we say, everything's got its heart. Everything's got its own. <coughs> yeah, like today, you know, you, 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 you're you a family man, so you need to give time to the kids, time to the wife, time to, you know, yourself. Mm. You know, you have to give your, what I say, focus on your youth before your old age, your health before your sickness. 100%. You know? Yeah, subhanAllah, we were talking about that yesterday with one of the, the one of the one of our employees and, and we're talking about success and, you know, obviously, you know, being a young 18-year-old, 19-year-old, it's all about the money, you know, yeah. the Bugattis and the, yeah. the plane. And I said to him, you know, subhanAllah, the other day a friend of mine has been trying to have kids for the past three years and, 
and he hasn't been blessed. Mm. But he spent over nearly, you know, 300000 400000 on IVF and, yep. you know, a lot of money. Yeah. I said to him, you know, I've money. calculated, I've got four boys, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, in perspective, you know, he spent over 400 for just one child. Mm. You know, i got four. Yeah. So I'm a millionaire <laughs> with just these kids walking around. Everyone's 16. You know, yeah. just in perspective where and he said to me, you're right, you know, what's your health worth? What What's all these things worth that – that, that these things come and go, but yeah. only if we look at the blessings that we have, we'd know how how, how, how successful and uh, rich we are, really. Being content with what you have. 100%. Being fulfilled with what you've got. Being fulfilled with things pan out in a particular way, but you've got to remain content and fulfilled, yeah? yeah. Amen. There's a purpose. Allah, Allah, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, lucky. I mean, yeah, success is, for you it's something, for you it's something, for me it's something. Yeah, it's so diverse. You know? Yeah. But um, it's 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 how we achieve it, yeah. you know. So in sport, there's a way to achieve it. Yeah. You got to live like a champion. You got to work like a champion. You got to train like a champion. You got to sleep like one. You got to eat like one. Oh. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. So today, I mean, for me, sleep is important because it's the it's the core of what determines your health. Put aside training. Put aside eating habits. If sleep is not right, everything else starts to crumble. Yeah. Wow. It's reju- rejuvenation, isn't it? Really? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, that's so important for the it's youth to really great. understand today. It's you know, so they important. think it's a great. Oh, I stayed up till two a.m. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm up at six. I'm you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah. staunch. No, nah, there's nothing staunch about that. <laughs> you got no energy. Yeah, mate. So it's, you yeah. keep doing that. It's only gonna last for so long. Yeah, I pulled all nighter. No, no, no. no. Mm. That's one of the biggest keys to mental health. Mental health is. Sleep, sleep, yeah. diet, and training. Di- kind of massive. Those th- exactly those three things. For me, they, I, I really value those. You know, sleep, um, eating habits, because you know we know gut brain there's a connection. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. Yeah. So um, and, and, and exercise. 100%. You know, so you know, exercise from a physical and a mental point. Yeah, hundred mm, percent. You know, and uh, today, you know, if even back then, you know, how do I optimize my physical and my mental state? You know, so you're looking at the best way to, even my sleep, how can I improve my sleep? You know, earbuds, I don't put earbuds, <laughs> unless it's the afternoon, like everyone's awake. Yeah. At night, I don't do that. But like, you know, if there's a bit of light, kill all light, you know, yeah. um, you know, get a bit of airflow, don't get too, too warm, you're better off being more, a bit more cool. You know, things like that. Yeah. You know, the hot cold showers. Yes, yes, yes. You know, have cold showers, <laughs> you know, cold faunas. <laughs> you know, so yeah, how do I, how do I optimize my hundred you know, percent? You know, also, I just want to touch a base before we yeah. We, your journey, and also your faith. Mm-hmm. How important those two came together in your success? Uh, look, we, we know uh, Islam's a lifestyle. Yeah, so it kind of automatically it gives you boundaries. Yes. Yeah. So for me, it's like, you know, uh, there was days where, well, there, not days, there was, you know, years where, you know, your friends didn't have something to focus on. So well, they're kind of going to and from and you're like, man, I got training, you know, or I, you know, even like for me, I kind of, alhamdulillah, I kind of grew out of that very early, wow. you know. So for me, it was like, yeah, the, 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 the religion, the religion always keeps you, uh, I guess, in check. Yes. You know. Um, so subhanAllah, you know, and you start to kind of know, you know, uh, you know, my day starts from Fajr. Yes. Yeah. 
that's where the barakah is. Yes, yes. You know, so. SubhanAllah, so, because why, why I asked that is because, you know, my, my son's in 40 now and alhamdulillah I've got him in a, in a you know, good Islamic environment, yeah. you know. And majority, we were talking with families, you know, fathers, and we said, we've got to keep these kids busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the more we keep them busy, yeah, the less likely they're going to go, you know. 100%. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's very important. That's Alhamdulillah, the deen, obviously, like you said, we've got the boundaries and yeah. we're just keeping them busy and focused on But I think parents need to understand that if you don't exhaust their energy or their efforts in something worthy, there's going to be other means because mm. there's a lot of distraction out there. 100%. Yeah. You know, and alhamdulillah, the sports kept me grounded. Thank you. Another question before we yeah, go, inshallah. Yeah, yeah. If you could go back 10, 20 years mm-hmm. and talk to your younger <laughs> self, <laughs> yeah. what would you tell yourself? What would I tell myself? Get married uh, early. <laughs> 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 that was always the intention. That was, that was always the intention, you know, but... Um, um, what would I tell myself? Look, I, alhamdulillah, I was always, I felt like I was, uh, yeah, would I change much? I don't feel like I, without sounding arrogant, I don't think like I, I could uh, shuffle too much things. If anything, I would have loved to have mentors. You know, I think that's very, very important. You know, um, Rather than navigating and, and, and figuring figuring out yourself, yes, yes. people can you know people who've been there and done that can assist. Yes. Yes. You know, and yes. I think for me, I think I would have loved to have found. I didn't even think about it back then, but I would definitely connect myself with someone. Yeah, you know, we need that. You know, that friend that's like none of my friends were active in sport. So for me, it was like I kind of. That was quite unique. It was quite unique in oh, those days. 100%. Yeah, none yeah, of, none of, I, I don't recall. I probably many played footy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Uncharted, like, uncharted yeah. waters completely. It's me, you. myself, and I. I just. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, you know? It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think I think, I think I would have loved. Like today, there's a lot more content than 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, mindset and and, and being mentally tough. Hmm. Yeah. You know, we, we, we had that. We thought we had that, but there's that's a, that's a Big field in, in itself. In itself, 100%. I, I totally know? agree. And alhamdulillah, that's why Networks Australia for us is just one of the you know, our babies. And yep. we, that's the, one of the biggest reasons because we, we totally agreed. You know, we had, even ourselves, if we had, like you said, greater mentors or people that we could have, you know, advised us way early, yep. you know, just financially, you know, yep. where, yeah. where to invest, where, yeah. what not to do, you know what I mean? Uh, subhanAllah, things would be completely different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know I mean, that's why, you know, our youth, uh, you know, is so important. That's why one of these reasons why we started this podcast, yeah, subhanAllah, right. you know what I mean? Allah, because yeah. really we've got a lot of stories to tell where hopefully, inshallah, they can yeah. learn and grow and become, inshallah, and also reach out and yeah. also connect. Definitely. I think uh, you definitely need those friends, or even if it's a friend who's religiously alive and conscious, as well, yeah. But the, the the business smart, you know the you know, 100%. few different. You don't need one. You need multiple. Multiple. Like, yeah. You, you need you need the, the Islamic mentor. Yeah, yeah. You need your sort of business mentor. Definitely. You know, you need your you know health mentor even. Mm, and we can always like Subhanallah, you know. We never saw that as as young kids. You know, as I said, a lot of the youth that, you know, what I mean, we didn't see that. But we sort of undoubtedly, even as a, as a younger person, I've always 
clung on to somebody who oh, I'd like to be like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be like, but maybe because you're seeing those actions, but maybe never gone up and said, Hey, can you help me? And subhanAllah, growing up now, we think if I did, he would have said yes. Yeah, but so. it's that fear factor that we know we didn't yeah. ask, you know what I mean? So. But now today, undoubtedly, it just elevates you when you just go up to somebody and say, Hey, can you give me an hour? You know what I mean? So. What do you got to lose? They could say no. But you know, doesn't but have how, how, how does it feel when somebody approaches you and says, brother, I'm so inspired by you. Can you give me an hour of your time? I've got a few questions. You know what I mean? And, and if you've got the time, if you can't do it now, but I guarantee you, you'd say, hey, like, look, catch up next week. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll have a lunch. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, there's little words, like that brother coming up to you and saying, you know, Allah gives victory to whom he pleases. Yeah. Changed your life. Yeah. It's like that sister said to you, mm-hmm. uh, subhanAllah, you know what I mean? Uh, people that are good in sports and not good in education. <laughs> changed your life. And, and these are these, and these are, are these are little whispers that yeah, people, with Allah brings. And it's not yes. like they had real effect effect on your life where they were with you for hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, subhanAllah. And sometimes that, that mentor, like for, you know, we've had subhanAllah mentors like from a financial mentor, we had accountant mentors, yeah, we've had... Same. We've even paid a mentor who <laughs> 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 charged us an arm the leg. <laughs> Speaking about that, we were talking to Adele yesterday, and he's got Adam Saad training his son. Yes. And they were talking about that he's, he's gone from, you know, pretty much, you know, a, an average player to a, an amazing player. And he doesn't play footy. He hasn't played footy all his life, this kid. Yeah. And I said to him, take Adam Saad away from the equation. Who wouldn't be as confident to have an AFL mentor, teacher for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's, you know what I'm trying to say? But yeah. just having that is just, and being able to tap into that, yes. none of these that's kids have. That's a phenomenal reason. Yeah. Yeah. It changes your whole mindset. 100%. That kid now is thinking, wow, I've been trained by an AFL yeah, champion. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So, you know, I, automatically he's, he's thinking I'm above the rest because... Yeah, I've got, you know I've what I mean? Adam Saad, yeah. yeah. And not only that, he's actually wanting to give that Support. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what a teacher. Oh, you, awesome. where, where do you find that yeah. you know, happening? You know, we, it's, when, it's almost, when we were growing up. It's almost like yeah, saying, the, like, you know, you can teach a class or you can go to a class, you'll learn so much. Yes. But then one on one, completely different. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yes. leaps and bounds. Yeah, I mean, 100%. So 100%, finding yeah. that mentor, I think, is very important. Important. Yeah. Mentors. Mentors, mentors yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Alhamdulillah. Like we've. Uh, so we've been blessed that we've had mentors throughout the way. And, yeah. But maybe we would have loved it earlier. Ours, you know, we went to a Catholic school. Yep. So in the majority <laughs> of our mentors were not Muslim. Yep, yep. And they were happy to give, you know what I mean? They're happy to, you know, to give and support and, you know, but we didn't have, yeah. you know, our networks, you know, we were in Brunswick. Brunswick wasn't yeah. known for, <laughs> for, you know, majority of Muslims, you know. Yeah, and we're only 2% of the population, you yeah. know, really. Even you know, then, back then, it was probably 1%. Probably. And even in our community, there's stigma and then there's hacker, there's talk, and mm. it's like, you know, who do you think he is? Or, you know, <laughs> so you, you just, you got to yeah, remain focused and uh, do what you do and, uh, yeah. you know, focus on what you're so, targeting. Well, we opened up in Hoppers, um, I think the first three weeks, because yeah. obviously I was serving, you know, yeah. and, you know, and he goes, oh, do you know the owners? I said, yeah, of course I know the owners. <laughs> He goes, is it true they're big Marcel dealers? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not the not one of. He's like, I'm pretty sure I heard they're pretty much this, uh, yeah, is, yeah. this is a front. 
I'm like, I'm one of the owners. Yeah. <laughs> and we've never sold nothing in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we've sold burgers, but not nothing. You can't be successful, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Unless you're doing dodges. <laughs> you know? Subhanallah. Isn't that amazing? There's a lot of noise out there. Yeah. There is. It's there everywhere. Is. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <clears throat> but if I'm going to worry about what he thinks and she thinks <laughs> or what he thinks. Alhamdulillah. You know, I'll keep our intentions uh, 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 for his sake and only that's his sake. Yeah. You know. Allah bless you, bro. Thank Allah you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hopefully someone out there can um, gain from our experience. That, also, also, just uh, let the audience know that you're doing um, uh, a program at the Altona Mosque. Uh, yeah, the Altona Islamic Center in Newport. Um, well, we've got a full-time mat there now. So Inshallah. I've been there for about, we base it on school terms. Yep. Nice. So I've been there for about three and a half terms now. Um, alhamdulillah, we've gone from you know uh, growth to growth. So the numbers increasing, the demands increasing. Uh, we're running. Uh, so it's basically Melbourne Wrestling Academy. Me and my brother. Fantastic. So we we want to we want to basically build that in terms of uh, you know the, the amount of days we offer. At the moment, it's two days. We've got kids and adults. So you, how do people reach out to you if they need? People interest? look. We're we're on social media. We've got our website. Nice. You know, so um, that can we'll put that up, inshallah, on the link for you, yeah. so you know people would know, inshallah, that so they can. So you're giving back, inshallah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the whole idea, you know. And alhamdulillah, from our memberships goes, you know, our portion goes back to the mosque, which nice. is great. Um, and um, yeah, and alhamdulillah, we, we we don't just we're not just cutting for the community. We've we've got people outside the community coming in. Wow. Yeah, so it's not just for Muslims. Oh, yeah. you know, so, the masjid, yeah. And so it's very important. That they see our, our our character, our conduct. That's awesome. You know, awesome and dawah. you know, there's people you think oh, they get intimidated from that space. Yes, but, yeah. alhamdulillah, it's been good. Alhamdulillah, you know, well, so, yeah, it's just yeah, just trying to instill, like I said earlier, just instill good qualities, good traits. Alhamdulillah, you know, alhamdulillah, kids. Alhamdulillah. Allah give you your intentions. Yeah. Allah very few good. Thanks for having me on board. Thanks for coming. Zakalaw khair. Allah bless you and your family. Allah and keep you steadfast. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah.